It's Friday night, everybody. You know what that means. It's Friday night. Let's have some fun. Let's get together and play a ton. Hi, I'm Matt. And I'm John. And we're Friday Night Games. We want to immerse you into our love of the hobby by educating and entertaining you through our board gaming adventures. Our podcast lands every Friday, and we create content for Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, TikTok. Everywhere. Internet. This episode is sponsored by Tabletop Renaissance, but check out our other local board game stores as well. We think they're all... We think they ship... All across Canada, at the very least. We don't actually know. I know Brimstone does. Okay. So try anyway. You can check out Brimstone Games, the CG Realm, and Area 42 Outpost. All right. So welcome back to Episode 3 of Friday Night Games, last space game standing of all time. Starting with five games chosen by five amazing content creators, a game will be voted off each week until there's only one game left. On the last show, everyone got rid of our game Space Team. Um, the best space game that ever was created, in our opinion. Yeah, apparently our arguments weren't very convincing there. Yeah, I mean, you know, in the grand scheme of things, you, you, you look at our game, it's just a small little tiny box. And then, you know, we're going up against these big, mega, heavier games. I mean, it, it was to be expected. I yeah. Mean, we, you know, Space Team is no on Mars. i mean you could play it on mars maybe sure (laughs) i i don't know i i mean we we kind of put it together at the last minute so yeah i didn't expect it to go far but i had a great time and we actually leave in all the answers throughout all the episodes so make sure you listen to them because we just get like more ridiculous (laughs) (laughs) as those episodes get go on all right so joining us on today's show we are joined by rob and anna marie of the meeple dungeon welcome Thank you. Hey guys. Thanks for uh, having us. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. This is a blast. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So today they are going to help us vote off one of the following games. Nemesis, rep by Meeple Mentor. Twilight Imperium, rep by Definitely a Board Game Podcast. Balsar Galactica, rep by Of Dice and Men. And finally, Eclipse, repped by our guests for today's show. Not leaving today. (laughs) (laughs) Nope, not happening. All right, so where can everyone find you? Uh, Everyone can find us on Twitter and YouTube and our own podcast, which has 13 episodes now, found on all your major podcasting sites. And yeah, that's, uh, but Twitter is our main deal, you know, for our pictures and whatnot. But all of our reviews and stuff are on our podcast. Nice. Yeah, big Canadian welcome. You are also uh, a Canadian content creation duo, correct? Absolutely. Yeah. We're yeah, the... Out here in Corona, BC. Nice. Yeah, we're on the opposite. We have fields, no mountains. Oh, yeah, we're completely flat <laughs> over here. <laughs> it's actually really boring over here. I I don't even recommend Windsor to anybody. Yeah. For, for us to see any sort of any gorgeous landscape, we have to drive about eight hours. Even oh, then. no. And even then, it's still boring. I, I just have to open those blinds right there. And then uh, oh, uh, I see lots, lots of good things. Stop it. Stop, stop rubbing it in right now. <laughs> yeah, we have to drive to almost Ottawa before we start seeing the ground rise. Yeah, true. <laughs> All right. So, Rob, I, you know you know John is in a band, I'm sure. Or was in a band. Yeah. You you were also in a band at one time. You want to? I was. What, what type yeah. of music was it? We were a pretty heavy rock band, and we played steadily for about 10 years or so. And we traveled around BC, a little bit of Alberta as well, but 
Yeah, we did it for a long, good time right out of high school. And then uh, the only reason we stopped was that our main writer and lead singer went to film school. And he wow. now writes movies in Hollywood. <laughs> what a loser. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> right? Like what, you know. And he didn't invite just you? Just so selfish. He didn't invite you? Ridiculous. Why not? Well, to be fair, he's invited us out to Finland and to L.A. a few times. So we'll... Uh, We'll take that, but no, it was, uh, it was, a uh, you know, it was a long, uh, a good long 10 years of fun, uh, you know, and I do miss it incredibly. Yeah. Same. I wish my, my, my last band I was in was still going at it. Unfor- you know, I was going to say, unfortunately, we all got there. <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately. Well, hopefully Whoa. Brittany isn't listening to this one. Yeah, she doesn't listen to it. <laughs> Not unfortunately, but you know, we all got married, started having kids and stuff like that. So yeah, the band got put on the back burner. But uh, I, I jam with uh, my bass player every now and then. That's cool. So yeah. Too bad. In, in hindsight, it it did work out nicely timing wise. That once he took off to go do that, kind of our careers started to take off and kids, just like you said. So it kind of worked out that way. So yeah, yeah, I don't have any regrets. Awesome. <laughs> I guess now is when you like you start priming your kids to be in bands, right? Because both yeah, you have kids. No, oh, yeah, my kids absolutely. all about it. So you should, our you... boys are both into it. They're they both ask me to play Gojira and oh. and BT Bam on your, in the uh, your kids know some the, good music on the way to hockey just, practice. Gojira is awesome. You know what? Maybe yeah. I don't, I don't know, John. You are more a little softer, but if you like, if you send both kids, they can meet in the middle. I don't know what is that Saskatchewan, <laughs> and they could form yeah. their own band there. Does anyone That's want right. to go to Saskatchewan? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's where most of our Canadian friends are from, actually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's true. I'm pretty sure. Like, I'm pretty sure all, almost half of them are from Saskatchewan. Yeah, and Anna Marie, actually. Oh, are you from really? There. Yeah. 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 Well, it makes me feel any better. My my family's, my ancestors are from, well, they, they settled in Saskatchewan. So there you go. There you I think go. that's a lot of, a lot of Canada's ancestors. All like the prairies yeah. well, it, start there and... Well, yeah, it's like the the railway, right? They all like help build the railway, and they're just like, "Wow, we met in the middle. Wow, this place really sucks. What can we do here? Farm, okay? Canola. Let's farm <laughs> the most canola anyone's ever seen." <laughs> all right. So, question for both of you: What really got you both into board game content creation? That's an interesting question. We've been gaming pretty solid like hobby gaming hobby gaming solidly since uh, <laughs> like 2012 2013 kind of thing but the content creation we kind of dabbled in over the years it was uh, mostly you yeah you dabbled or I dabbled I in I should say kind of trying I watched to, you <laughs> to, <laughs> trying to find a direction but then you know a bit, one big influence was our friends here uh, at boards alive they're a pretty big well they were there were a trip but there was three of them at one point now it's just down to Aaron and he has he has guests on most times, but they're, you know, a pretty big channel for around here. So we game with them a lot and and he was a fairly big inspiration. And then uh, that kind of got me focused on what we were trying to accomplish. And then, uh, then we got talking with Norm and Ryan and Ian there from Cardboard Conjecture. And we yes. did the What You Been Playing thing and then started to do our own thing. And yeah, here we are. Yeah, it was, uh, for me, it was more you saying, hey, I, w- I want to do a podcast. I think we should do a podcast. I want to yeah. do a podcast. I was like, oh. <laughs> Okay, like, I'm not because I, I was never part of the the YouTube where you did no, um, yeah. unboxings you know, and, things. And, and things like that. Yeah, and I was like, okay, well, I think it'd be fun. We always it, it's one of those things I think where whenever you play a game, you always end up discussing it forever after. 
you know, talking about it and what you liked yeah. and just like the experience you had with it. And it's like, well, yeah, we totally, you know, did. and then yeah. listening to other people's too. It's like, I enjoy listening, listening to other people talk about them. So yeah, you know, why not? Let's give it a try. Just, exactly. We sit around talking about it anyway. So even if we only have that one listener, you know, we're having fun doing yep. it together. So. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, yep. I mean, you got to start somewhere, right? One is better than none and yep. eventually it'll grow. Yeah. Uh, my mom was our, our yeah. first listener. Actually, she wasn't. I think I might have listened. I might have been the only listener at first. <laughs> but yeah. uh, but eventually we got we got more and more, and you know you have to kind of build it up. But on a cool yeah. note, I'm glad yeah. you mentioned Bridge City Board Gamers. They're awesome. And if if, yeah. if you don't know, we're all on there. What you've been playing Wednesdays, and you should definitely check that out because there's a fantastic cast of Canadians. And I think no, yeah, it's all Canadians, and they're all they all give amazing reviews and lots of great advice. So definitely check that out. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, cool. So I guess we should vote something off this week, right? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> yes. So this week we're left with Nemesis, Twilight Imperium, Battlestar Galactica, and Eclipse. So all the bad games on this list. Yeah. Our, ours, unfortunately, <laughs> you know, got yeah, the, voted off last the, week. The best but... game got voted off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like how I make myself laugh. But anyways... <laughs> So the question of today's episode that we're going to discuss is what is the space theme of this specific game? Why or how does it attract players to play the game? And why might you like it so much? Let's give that a listen. Okay, John, what is the specific space theme of this game? And why or how does it uh, attract players to play? Okay, well, you're on a spaceship. There is no other space theme. What about Mars? No. What about colonization? No. What about fighting aliens? No. What about eating space food? No. What about tech tracks? No. What about the flux capacitor? Probably. What about giant Cylon cyborg fighting aliens? No. What about Star Trek? No. What about ice cream? Sure. What about yelling at each other over parts? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're always yelling at each other. Oh, right. Yes. It has yelling at... Finally, the theme we want. <laughs> Why does this game attract other people to play? When else do I get overly angry and start yelling at Novi? Yelling at Novi for being so goddamn slow passing single action inducer to fixing my steering wheel. You know, uh, only during this game, yeah. I think. If Novi would just pass that piece around the table, we would win. He's just reading the card. <laughs> Anyways, don't vote on... Uh, you know, you know what I mean? Space team. Spa I mean, vote for space team. Vote for space team. Vote for space team. Why or what is the space theme of the game or why or how does it attract players to play the game and why do you like it so much? Mm. There's a lot of overlap. Yeah, there is some overlap there. So yeah, continuing what I was kind of saying in the last uh, se segment, what pulls you in is, is certainly at first the table presence because it looks so epic and the spacecraft itself is a huge board you know yeah. so it, it takes up a lot of space everybody's got room around the table it's not like you're cramped to see anything it has a lot of ton of variability with the rooms because you don't really know what you're going to get until you explore there your you know your character miniatures are, are highly detailed and the other thing that sucks you in right away is just the theme i mean if somebody says 
hey, do you want to play like aliens? Right. And then, but p perhaps there's this traitor element as well. I mean, for me, that just kind of sucked me in and what made me want to play it for the first time you introduced me to it. Right. Totally agree. And as far as the table presence, presence, I'll add again that those miniatures, just seeing what could come out in the game is terrifying. And these things <laughs> look just crazy. And there's not just one type of sculpt for each for each <clears throat> life cycle stage. Like there's right. multiple for the adults. There's multiple for mm -hmm. the eggs and all this kind of stuff. And so you just want to engage that. You want to find these things. You want to see what they can do. And then then you kind of take it back and you're like, wait a minute, this is too, <laughs> maybe yeah. I shouldn't have asked for that. <laughs> right. Because that queen comes out or, or something nasty and then you're like, I am going to die, aren't I? <laughs> yeah, and I think the other thing too is, you know, that each person gets to choose like a character type at the beginning. Mm -hmm. So you sort of, you kind of know what you're going to be like if you're, a, you know, have a medic or, you know, you might have a pilot or something like that. Mm -hmm. But usually you have more than one character to choose from. Yeah. And so uh, there's even like a criminal who is, a shows convict. up. Yeah, he's, a, he's a convict. Cuffed. He's handcuffed. <laughs> and one of the other players is going to have the keys to the handcuff. And you, and you have, have to, to work a little bit together yeah, if you, you want to unlock your hands. Right. And, and so there's some mistrust that gets there. So, you know, just the variety of characters that you're playing as well and the special abilities. Yeah. The, the everybody's that, going to deck of cards too. The way that these objectives play into the, the general objective of just like fixing the ship and going to Earth is really fun and really dynamic and it changes every time. So the more you've played this game, the more you kind of know what to expect as far as what types of objectives people might be playing. And mm -hmm. if you notice someone's like trying to sabotage someone in particular, or you you start to suspect people of lying, because if you check the status of an engine or coordinates, then you're like, can I trust this person that right. they're telling me the truth about this? Or do I need to personally go to that room and check, you know, myself. And, and check <laughs> it and confirm? And uh, that's a really fun aspect that that's the kind of thing that I feel mm. like thematically you don't find in a lot of games. Yeah. What, what The other thing, too, I like is that, you know, Dead, Dead of Winter has some of the same elements of, you know, having a potential trader. But in that game, you're sort of if you're the trader, you're kind of playing against everybody else. Whereas this one was really neat because one of your objectives will say you have to make sure that player three doesn't survive. Right. And so you don't. So it doesn't allow you to just like target a specific player and take them out. Like you're kind of assigned that player at the beginning of the game because each player has a, a unique number. Yeah. So even if you play this with like your buddies and you play it over and over again, there's not really that chance of like trying to continuously have one person like beating up on one of the other players right uh, as far as like if you and i want to just go back and forth in games of like this time i'm going to try to kill you like right. you don't really have that option unless you're dealt the card right and his player number matches what i was given exactly but there are always you know basically four options in those objectives which really spices up the game because you don't know what anyone's doing and that's mm. part of the fun of this game is it has so many twists and turns i think the biggest selling point is the story of this thing because every time you play you're going to have a story you're going to have stronger relationships because of that shared experience mm. it's it has what you would call emerging narrative so it's almost like you need a logbook to, to keep track of all mm. the crazy stuff that happened yeah. in your game and then just every time you you play it you're going to have you know like your own thematic little storyline of a mini movie that you you, you played yeah. out yeah, like one, one thing that happened with us is, you know, you had an, like an adult alien that was attacking you. You didn't have any weapons. So like I crawled through this vent to get to you. I take the alien out with a shotgun and then I did it to get to the engine room so I could check one of the engines. And of course, I make too much noise as I'm crawling through the tunnel. 
and another adult shows up and then I have to escape and I couldn't even check the engine. Yeah, so, he had to leave again. Yeah, so so there's things like that that happen that will thwart your plans and you have to kind of replan and re-strategize. Yeah, it's that emergent game. story, emergent sort yeah. of tactical, but also strategic. Yeah. I think it's a really cool element. Tons of fun. Hello, everybody. I'm Rob. And I'm Anna Marie. And we are The Meeple Dungeon. You can find us on Twitter and YouTube and on our own podcast. You can find on all the major podcasting sites. And we're here today to talk more about how Eclipse is the most exceptional space-themed game of all time. Which it is. Yeah. And we're going to just talk about that, the theme. So what is the theme of Eclipse? So I'm going to set the stage for you. All right. All right. So the galaxy has been at peace for a long time. They've enjoyed a great peace. But now stuff is stirring. It's starting mm-hmm. to be like, yep. hmm, it's not so peaceful anymore. Nope. And so, you know, the, the government that's been made, it's starting to collapse. What happens, yep. you know, when the Classic. government starts to collapse? Right. Classic, right? Everybody's like, oh, well. A tale as old as time. <laughs> now, I, who you want to be on top. You don't want to be on the bottom of the new era that nope. that comes into space. It's like a fairy tale. It's like an it's like an old friend, like an old book, this game. <laughs> so yeah, theme. Classic. Classic. You're just you're trying to take over the galaxy so that it's your rule that stands. Yep. You don't want to be left behind and be told what to do. Yeah, it's, it's you like want a to Disney be telling. film. It's like a it's like a Disney film for the ages. <laughs> classic classic story and yes this theme is ultra awesome you're just fighting for dominance of the galaxy like what is more epic than this nothing no certainly not in ti we can all agree on that i mean they they probably haven't haven't even made it this far so they're long gone out of this competition at this point so uh (laughs) yeah the theme excellent excellent pure pure galaxy domination you know yeah it's, I think we can all agree It's amazing. That. How does this game attract other players? It is gorgeous. So the board is actually made up of images from Hubble. From the actual telescope. So you are literally in space yeah. while you're playing you're this game. At, what you're you looking are, at is space. You're looking at Real space. space. How crazy is that? Like, that's so cool. Yeah. What other games can say that they have actual space photos on their board actual constellations it's like their space board is made up of space actual space images yeah incredible oh it's just pretty it's so it's very gorgeous so that right away that's an attraction yeah it just pulls you right in no other game has that no especially not ti no other game they have some old gobbledygook on the back of their, their <laughs> <Gobbledygook>. boards <laughs> some made up mumbo jumbo where we got real space what we're talking space themed games here and we're we are we have the game that has space literally posted plastered yeah. onto the board you can't get much more space than no, that I, I don't see how no we have it all the real deal here why do we like this game so much it is so much fun there are so many different paths to victory you don't you don't just follow the same path everybody Again, that's it's a 4x game it's got all the x's yeah. way more x's than most games and it's not you're not like all following the same path you choose what you want to do and you do yeah. your, and you you make it or break it do you're, you want to you want to just be constantly battling yeah and fighting for territory do you want to be the one that creeps off, off into the, the grid yeah try to you know, hide out so you don't seem like a big threat but all the while you're slowly and you're quietly gathering monoliths and 
orbitals and yeah. you're, you're collecting victory points, points before people don't even, even realize you have. It. And they're like, oh my goodness, he's over there in the corner. We better go get him. But by the time he's done that, he's already set up these defenses and he's got a brick wall laid up yep. and only one route in. Meanwhile, yeah. he's watched the rest of the factions just, you know, yeah. beat each they're other up. Beating each other up. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. It's, this game's got it all. This game is fantastic. Yeah, you can make alliances, break alliances. You know, yeah. like figure out what what works best for you. It's it's just neat the different avenues you're managing your resources is so cool because yeah. you can it's you great. can choose to you know this game I'm gonna try just going heavy on the money. Next game maybe I'll try going heavy on science. Then yeah, resources. You can just pick whatever you maybe want. I'll maybe I'll mix it up and try to go middle of the road. See how that works for me. Yeah, you know you can you can make a, an alliance with someone very beneficial. Yeah, ride their coattails and then co- toss them to the curb when you're. And you see your you've, chance. You've used them to the to what you need, you know? Oh, yeah. This game's got it all. Whatever you want to do, you can do it in Eclipse. Yep. Absolutely. Best space theme game ever. Oh, beautiful. beautiful. Great theme. Super fun. Always fun. You're cheering. You're booing. You're laughing the whole yep. time. It's just... I know. It's we, great. It's... It's great. We, we, we don't even need to go on any further. No. We've said it all. <laughs> we got to run. We're going to see you in the next episode. Bye-bye. See ya. Hey, everybody. It's Royce Calverly from Definitely a Board Game Podcast, a podcast definitely about board games, except when it's not. And we're back. It's the third episode in what is the best space game. What is it about space games that attract players? Why are there so many games about space? Why are we so fascinated with space? Well, space is... Well, to steal an old cliché, it's the final frontier. It embodies the spirit of exploration. It's the greatest achievement of humankind. There are endless possibilities in space. There's a dream that we may not be alone in this world. That out there somewhere there are other species that are exploring their galaxy the same way we are. And someday we'll get to meet, and maybe we'll be friends, maybe we won't. But we'll be enriched by the contact. It'll be an amazing moment. Twilight Imperium epitomizes that spirit, that dream. It's everything about space. As we walk along the convention floor and we're looking at all the games that people are playing, we're going to see all these different games. And we might see Nemesis and we would say, look, someone ripped off aliens. And we might walk a little further and we go, oh, look, they're playing Battlestar Galactica. Look. That was a good TV show, wasn't it? That was cool. It looks like they made a game of it. Let's go watch the TV show. Or maybe you walk a little further and you see on Mars and you go, look. Maybe you say, that's Ian O'Toole's artwork. That must be a really heavy Euro game. Or maybe you just say, that game looks hard. Which, let's face it, is code for, it's not exciting enough that anybody really wants to go over and learn the game. If you're not a Vital Lacerda fan, an Ian O'Toole fan, you're probably not going to go over and look at it. And then we have Eclipse. And the people go, ooh, look. Wait, didn't we see this game already? Wasn't there a bigger, better version at the table over there? Yes! Yes, there was! And that bigger, better version was Twilight Imperium. Look, don't settle for knockoffs or cheap copies. When you're wandering along the floor of the convention, go for the game that drags you across the room. 
The game that is everything that space is, where everything is possible. The game that is space. All right, look, I'm going to just... My friends have made a lot of fuss about the length of the game. Ah, oh, Twilight Imperium takes forever, blah, 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 blah. Let, look, first of all, not one of these other games has a playtime that is less than, you know, three to four hours. All of these games are insanely long. If you're going to spend the time exploring space, you need some time. And Twilight Imperium, I will admit, is a long game. It has to be. It's an experience. It's one of the games that you will talk about for years to come. People play Twilight Imperium once a year sometimes just to have that incredible experience. Or they play it every weekend to have that great experience, and they always talk about the great game they played last weekend. It takes four to eight hours for the fourth edition, but the others take, you know, three to four hours anyway. So if you're going to block off most of your day to play a game, why not play the one that literally is space? The one that has that spirit, that emotion, everything that attracts us to a space game. Anyway, thanks a lot. Have a great day. This is Royce Calverly from Definitely a Board Game Podcast. We know Twilight Imperium is the best space game. The only argument at this point is, well, why haven't we voted for it more? Have a great day, everybody. You are listening to Of Dyson Men on Friday Night Games, who are doing Last Game Standing, Round 2, Battlestar Galactica. I'm sure at this point is still crushing through the competition through the other podcasts with their own weaker submissions for best game. But we're talking about the best space-themed game. I'm here with Adam and Chad. My name is Ryan. Again, we are Of Dyson Men. Say hi, guys. Hello. Hey, how's it going? So in Battlestar Galactica, especially if you've seen the show, this is going to be familiar, but you're the last of humanity. Cylons are robots that can take the form essentially of humans. You cannot distinguish between a human and a Cylon, but the Cylons have their own goals, which is the destruction of humanity. The humanity's goal is to escape the Cylons. So in this board game, you are trying to jump the fleet again and again to get away from the chasing Cylon fleets and the robots that are trying to board your ship and just the utter chaos of having nuclear bombs thrown at your ship and and yada, yada, yada. Amazing space theme game. And and it, it's so narratively specific and it works excellent. If you're a fan of the show, it works amazing because you're living as those characters that you go to love watching the show. And even if you didn't watch the show, there's enough sci-fi tropes in there, like the robots and spaceships and and chases and sort of bad guys and good guys. It's really, really easy to fall into. I don't like Chad, it's your favorite game and it became your favorite it game is. without having watched the show. Yeah, exactly. I ended up watching the series because I had played the game. It was one of the bigger games that I was introduced to when I started getting back into the designer board game hobby. And yeah, I was just blown away by this game and the design of it. And and again, like I I knew what Battlestar Galactica was, but not really a lot of context to really like say, oh, I want that character or, hey, this lines up with a, with an episode. But it's it's generic enough where it's approachable. Like everyone knows you're on a spaceship. You have limited resources. You're trying to survive. Robots are shooting at you. You can jump in another smaller craft and shoot back at them. Like it has all of those space combat tropes that you're used to. And this extra cool layer of like, you know, hidden rules and hidden deduction and stuff like that. And, and well, just the, the theme of, of being alone in space, trying to escape with only what you have, right? And every time something gets damaged, it's damaged. Somebody has to go and fix it. And then, like mm -hmm. you said, you've got the classic 
like, you know, space fighters, like, oh, the heroes, they jump in these fighters, they go out and they fight all the little guys and whatever, but there's these big capital ships that are firing on you too, right? It's 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 everything you need for like that galactic space battle, but it's also got this really like character-driven drama, hidden traitor thing happening. With the character-driven, also, I don't think we mentioned before that when you select your character at the start of the game, they also have sort of like a class of character that they are. So you have pilots and scientists, and I can't remember what they all are because it's been a few years since I've played the game. Yeah, captain. The and then also be, people. Yeah. Yeah, and there'll be a role that's sort of the president and the role that's the admiral. Mm-hmm. So you actually get to do a little bit of role play in there as well and sort of play to the strengths of what your character's uh, assignment is. And, and so you actually like will be out there fighting on your Viper fighter ship against the Cylon Raiders. And it's just, it's so cool the way that they do that and make it sort of, because when you watch these sci-fi shows with big teams, there are these different roles and you actually make sure that, and they also, you have to actually balance the number of roles that are selected. So you will have this kind of group of mishmash team members that come together for this common goal, unless you're Cylon. And then your goal is very different. Epic sci-fi. The stakes are super high. We're, we're literally battling for the survival of the human species. And I was going to say, like a lot of Corey Kaniska's game, there's so such a perfect pairing between theme and mechanics. Like the the way that the hidden roles are are executed in this game are really interesting. The way that you play as an admiral or or a president, uh, you have the separate hand of quorum cards of things like you can make political speeches to try to raise your, your morale and stuff like that. And the the way that all all the mechanics are are physically tied to the themes and, and the things they're trying to portray in the, in the game is just a masterpiece of game design, I think. And, and I know a lot of people poo-poo this, but I love that it uses dice in the game because there's an element of drama. And I'm thinking especially mm-hmm. not so much the space combats and whatnot, but like escaping the brig or the FTL jumps. Like, are we going to yeah. be able to jump to it? Oh my God, we failed our jump. We have to get a little bit closer before we can make it. Like, it's got those great dramatic moments. And, and one of the things I really appreciated about it, and this is some of my favorite elements of my favorite games are deception and deduction. The first game I ever bought once I got into the hobby hardcore was Fury of Dracula 2nd Edition, also from Fantasy Flight Games. And that's a one versus many with hidden movement where one player is a vampire, the other players are trying to hunt the vampire. But this game is unique in that you're both at the same time. In the one versus many, one person is the deceiver and the other players are deducing where that person is. In this, you have to sort of be both the deducer and the deceiver, especially because mid-game, you're drawing roles again. So like there right. might be more Cylons emerging over the course of the game. So you always have to be on your toes in this one. So you can't just like, oh, well, we're all good guys together trying to find that Cylon. Well, no, the person you're working with might also be a Cylon and has just told you a bald-faced lie that you can trust them. <laughs> the other thing I love mechanically that really meshes with theme is the FTL drive itself that you mentioned. Uh, as as humanity, you can jump forward, you engage your, your faster than light drive, and you end up in an entirely new section of space. And all of the guys that were chasing you are still chasing you. So you've kind of bought that little that little breather, but you know they're breathing down your neck. So uh, it really gives you that narrative story beats. You can take a bit of a break, you can regroup, resettle, but then they're they're on you in in like two or three rounds after that. So it gives a really interesting pace to the game as well. And that's Battlestar Galactica, one of the best space games of all time, and we will take it all the way to the end, I think. All right. Well, those are some really good, entertaining answers, especially that last one. Yeah. Space team. Funny. (laughs) Yeah. You know what? I think for this week, I am going to vote our game back in. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) You know what? We did make this, so we can do whatever we want, right? Whatever we want. Uh, okay, I'm, so we're just just kidding, just kidding. Yeah, no, we're not gonna do that. That's stupid. We don't even want our game in. No, <laughs> I, I would have voted it off last week if we <laughs> stated. Um, 
All right. So what what do you want off, John? I actually kind of know, but throw it at me. Yeah, it, it's tough because every game that's left is really good. I mean, they've all got they've oh. all got a space a really good space theme. I think there's two that I'm leaning towards only because I don't think that they are unique enough to win th- win this part of the battle for me. What I really liked about Robin and Marie's answer was, you know, I haven't played the game Eclipse yet, but the fact that they use like actual images on the board from the what the Hubble Space Telescope or whatever. Yeah. I think that's just like an amazing way to show that. Yeah, I actually when I heard that I'm like, okay, so that's got to be in. Yeah. Keep it in. Keep it in. <laughs> um so we're, so we're not I I totally agree. We're not going to vote that one off. Right. Okay, so that leaves us um, with three more. Yeah, so the two that I'm going going with, I'm gonna I'm gonna have oh to start god. saying Battlestar Galactica. Oh my again. god, no! And Nemesis because <laughs> no. because Nemesis really is it's a fun game and everything, but like we've all seen Alien, you know, we've all you're it, just you're it, just piggybacking off last week. Yeah, I am because <laughs> it is what it is. But, no, uh, look, but 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 listen, listen, listen. No, you listen. listen. I'm pointing at you right now. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners can't see us pointing at each other right now. I'm pointing at you. Look, Battlestar Galactica, okay? I know it pulls from a show that already exists. Right. But I did think of something, right? We were playing Unfathomable with Novi to get him to play. If we yeah. were playing Battlestar Galactica, it would be the easiest sell for him because he loves that show. Yeah. So the theme actually can pull in gamers that may not necessarily be gamers. Okay. So I, I don't want to vote off that one for that exact reason because of Novi. He's gonna because listen. Of Novi? He's gonna listen to this. Okay. I think he is. Is Novi saving Battlestar Galactica? He is. He is. So then what are you voting off then? Twilight Imperium. Why? <laughs> well, because it's like it's basically like this giant universe of like they just took every single space theme and jammed it into one game. Like we got space shit. turtles, we got we you know we got <laughs> ships, we got planets, we got you know uh, oh you want a traitor? There's you, traitor has to be politics. Oh we got politics in there too. Oh we got all sorts of rules. We have like a nine hour game ahead of us. You just really don't want to play a nine hour <laughs> no, game. No, I don't. I really don't. <laughs> uh, I mean, sure. Like I don't know. I I just I think what really grinds my gears about Battlestar Galactica is that they lost the license to the game and they can't make it anymore. All right, all right, but but, but ignore that for a second. But I I agree think with about you. I agree with you. I I'll think about Novi. Think about here. our son Novi. I'll think about Novi here. Uh, you do have a good point that if it if we were playing Battlestar Galactica, it would draw in people because they like the IP. Right. To play the game. So okay. I'll, I'll I'll agree with you. Okay. I'll take on Twilight. Yes. I could, yes. Okay. So our vote is yeah, Twilight. Twilight Imperium. All right. Let's get it going. <laughs> there we go. All right. So wow, that was, I actually convinced you. I'm surprised. Yeah. I mean, you know, Novi Novi's got a soft spot in my heart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mine too. He he's he's the only person who shows up to our Friday night gaming sessions like all the time. Like he's yeah. he's the number one person. Okay, uh, you're, you're doing the right thing. Thank yeah. you, thank you. So uh, on <laughs> that week, note, we're week. gonna we're gonna turn the, <laughs> we're gonna turn the tables to Robin Anna Marie from the Meeple Dungeon. And what right. what game do you two want to argue off? I don't think it's much of a secret if you've listened to <laughs> what we've said in the I did, uh, I did. And in the you, recording. There, you, you threw a lot of trash talking towards this game too. Oh yeah, no, <laughs> like, I, like a ton. I came also, out swinging. 
Also, Rob, <laughs> don't throw any dice at me, okay, dude? <laughs> that was That's a at this table right here. That was right a previous here. one. That this was is the previous dice one. Table right here. Uh, it's I don't know. It's we're pretty dead set on eliminating Ti because Eclipse does everything Ti offers in at least half the amount of time and better and better, way better with space images. But it's funny <laughs> that the other game, yeah. Exactly. It was funny that the other game you guys were talking about was Battlestar Galactica. And some of, with what, you know, some of the things that were said that that I can pinpoint, it's kind of the opposite of what you were saying, where it would pull people in because they've seen the show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. I haven't seen the show. And it a lot of the things they said in there, if you've seen the show, if you're a fan of the show, they actually said, it's generic enough to, wah, <laughs> to wah. pull people in. So, <laughs> you know, it's, uh, and it's, you know, it, it's like all human characters. Yeah. And then Cylons, like, human, did they say human. they were robots? Are they even aliens or are they just they're, robots? They're like, I'm, I'm a big, I guess I guess I have a bias because I'm a big Battlestar Galactica <laughs> fan. <laughs> <But> <laughs> I, sorry, everyone. Uh, surprise. The Cylons are like, they're like a robot. They're like an AI that was made by humans. And basically mm-hmm. the okay. AI is ready to hunt down the humans get rid of them <laughs> that's kind of that's okay. crazy okay. but yeah yeah well so, it's sci-fi right <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah no going going back and forth because i think yeah. um we did we did deliberate honestly yeah. uh all seriousness we did deliberate uh, a lot but i don't know ti just yeah it's just so long and it just it does all the same things as eclipse but you can just do it all and play eclipse and be and, you know get the same experience I don't know. And, and that's that's what but I better. got from from your recordings is that yeah, you, it's the same. Like basically they're the same game. Like Royce from Definitely yeah. a Board Game Podcast and your and yourself are just basically <laughs> fighting each other. You're like, my game's better. No, my game's better. You don't exactly. even care about the other three games. <laughs> totally. Yeah. I don't know. Battlestar was right in my sights as well. So it's it, you know I'm coming for you next. But it, yeah, I think we have to we have to settle yeah. on Ti getting the the vote from us. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to go. Heard... Sorry. Sorry, Anna Marie. Go ahead. Oh, no. I was just going to say, I heard with like, I think expansions that come out, you can, and they have like an eight player version of the game that like might never end. <laughs> so, like... Who wants to do that? That's crazy. Yeah, that I, I heard that. Ends. I heard that was the marketing too. We have an expansion that makes the game not end for weeks. Yay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, no, so Ti, uh, Ti. Okay, so Ti is your choice, and Ti is our yeah. choice. All right, so actually a wide range of people voting all sorts of things this time around. So okay, definitely a board game podcast. Now I think they they voted for this game because they're afraid. They're afraid. They voted for Nemesis. Whoa! Oh, I know. Yeah. Really? I think that's different than last week too. So. That's really interesting. Mm. Of Dyson Men. Sorry, Rob and Anna Marie, but they voted for your game. Wrong choice. Wrong choice. <laughs> you know? I should have said Battlestar. I should have said Battlestar. You should have said it. Yeah, you should have said it. No take backsies, though. No, no take backsies. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, no. Meeple Mentor, Jared and Jay voted for Battlestar Galactica. Mm. So that leaves. Right. Both of us voting Twilight Imperium off. See you later, Twilight Imperium. <laughs> yeah, later. Goodbye. Goodbye. I, I am actually. I mean, I'm sorry, Royce. <laughs> I'm and not I, sorry, Royce. I'm not sorry. I. I mean, it's kind of a sad thing too because it is like one of the most loved space games. 
of all time. Oh, true. Like, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's like number, I think it's like number one, two, and three on Board Game Geek. I think, I think it's so big, it takes up three sections, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's big enough to take three slots, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. yeah it's, a, it's a shame. I mean, it is a great game, but yeah, something's got to go. So yeah, something's see gotta, ya. So, and and on that note, should, should we bring back in Space Team just to like insult Twilight <laughs> Imperium fans? Why not? Like... <laughs> in your defense, you have the only game that has space in its title. So yeah, there yeah, we go. Uh, you know. <laughs> Where were you last episode? Yeah, that point. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember what you voted for last episode. Was it? Oh, actually, I do. I have it written down. Uh, Meeple Dungeon. You voted for Ti. <laughs> You're just attacking it. You're just attacking it. Whoops. <laughs> Is it that obvious? Uh, oh, no, definitely a board game podcast. Everyone said Space Team, <laughs> basically, last week. <laughs> <laughs> like, why? Why? Yeah. They all yeah. apologize, too. Like, we're really sorry. Like, you're not offending me by voting. <laughs> yeah, we did create this, but that does not offend me, you know? Yeah. <laughs> we also picked space team as a joke so. yeah well i mean <laughs> kind of yeah kind of it was it. like what game do we not have to play and be able to explain it <laughs> yeah <laughs> very quickly yeah like okay we we were thrown into this minute so we got to get this done right yeah. so we just did something we could do in 20 minutes basically so it works hey it worked great <laughs> absolutely yeah i mean the, we we like humor so yeah. we try to throw a lot of humor <laughs> But on that Home note, run. <laughs> on that note, Twilight Imperium. See you later. Sorry, see ya. You know what? Yep. I, I, I haven't actually played it, so I kind of feel bad. I think we should play it. I play it. Well, I used to play it like once a year. Oh um, wow! And it is very good. But Eclipse, we get to play. You know, four, five, six times a year, right? So. <laughs> Right, in the, in, <laughs> you can play two games when you play one of Twilight Imperium, right? right? That's that's what I think too. I I mean, it's got to be a game we need to try. Like, it's on. It should be on your list if you're a like a a hardcore. You love heavyweight cool. games. It should be on your list to play at some point in your life. Beauty about yeah. board game. Everybody is, should try it. Yeah, exactly. Everyone yeah. should give it a shot. Yeah, like I said, it's an experience. It is. Everyone should try it at least so. once, just to have played it and said they played it. Yeah, because it is quite the experience. It's a uh, it's awesome. It really is. But bye bye. <laughs> play to win. I play to win. Yeah, play to win. Exactly. So and Royce's segment was funny too. I'm yeah. sure we all listened to it. But yeah, he was yeah, pretty funny. Was really going, going to a convention, <laughs> kind of yeah. like, "Hell, what do you see here? What do you see there?" And you're like, "Oh, Bowser Galactica, <laughs> boring." Like, I, I, I really like how you're all really selling it. It's pretty fun. It's yeah. pretty fun listening. Yeah, to this totally. So, you did a good job. <laughs> so next week we're left with Nemesis, Eclipse, and Battlestar Galactica. Ooh. I know what I'm voting off. Probably going to go with Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> That's my assumption. <laughs> I'm kidding. They, uh, they'll have to convince me. Yeah, they will. Me. They will. All right. So, yeah, that leaves those three games left, right? Was that Nemesis, Eclipse, Battlestar Galactica? Okay. So tune in next week to hear what game is going to be voted off. And if you want to stick around... We're going to do a little flip the table session where Rob and Anna Marie from the Meeple Dungeon are going to ask us a bunch of questions and we're going to kind of do a little bit of our own cardboard conjecture to copy Bridge <laughs> City Board Gamers. There we go. <laughs> All right. So what questions do you have to throw at us? Okay. Well, the first one, it, you know, just, I, I can't remember. Were we talking off camera about that? I think so. Yeah. Okay. So it's funny that this came up because we were actually chatting about it earlier, but and you said, this would be the wrong thing to do. <laughs> but if I'm looking to buy 
in Windsor, Ontario, which I am. Oh, or you're gonna come. You're gonna come in, here. Yeah, nice. I'm looking to buy property there. Okay. Or we are. I want to see. I mean, we are <laughs> looking to buy. Are looking to buy it in is, Windsor. Is there something? Um, is there something we need to what? know? Like you two are split up. Yeah. Well, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Okay. <laughs> But where would I buy and why? Like, where, where, where in Windsor is a good spot? Where would you recommend? Okay, uh, what's my address? Yeah, uh, <laughs> I would just look, so happen to have a house. Yeah. I would look probably um, depending on you know your price range. I mean, it's it's pretty different where you go. I'd recommend South Windsor. It is okay. a pretty it is a pretty big area, but there's a lot of nice houses to choose from. Most of the neighborhoods are pretty are pretty good. That I'm biased because that's where I live. But yeah, I, I was gonna say that. <laughs> but yeah, most of the neighborhoods are pretty nice. There's a lot of good schools around the area. So yeah, I would look there. Or if you're looking for like the maybe the outskirts to come see LaSalle, all have really nice places as well, and they seem pretty safe. I'm on the fringe of La- right. I'm a, I'm in LaSalle, but I'm on the fringe of LaSalle. So it, I'm like bas- okay. I'm basically in Windsor, where I live. Like it's so it's pretty close to the 401. It's a yeah. really nice area. There's actually right. a wide range of houses in there. It's Matt and I live actually really close to each other. Yeah, so. even though even though John lives in South Windsor and I live in LaSalle, <laughs> we literally live two minutes away from each other. Yeah, but I guess okay, it, I, right. I guess it really depends on what you what you're looking for. Like, are you looking for like schools? Yeah, are you looking so- for property. Like, because because like if you want like a lot of property, Windsor like living in Windsor is not a good idea. You would live you go somewhere like Essex or Leamington or Kingsville. So, so the, here's here's the the back the backstory. Yeah, because you're probably wondering why on earth, right? Do mm-hmm. I want to do that? It's just you know, moving from BC to Ontario. Why? It's not that I want to move there. I'd like to have property there because my dad grew up in a little town called Red Rock in Ontario. Okay. And he had a friend of his grow up and play for the Detroit Red Wings. Oh. And we, because of my dad, I've grown up a huge Red Wings fan. Because of and him. A, a Detroit. <laughs> Detroit sports fan overall, really. But yeah, and now her, you know, and now my kids, all Red Wings fan. The other half of this room you over there. You guys are Red Wings fans? Ridiculous. <laughs> amount ridiculous. Of, of Detroit <laughs> I guess that makes sense. I mean, it's so because, because, like you're, because of the friend, right? Yeah. But... <laughs> yeah. Just down the road would like to end up getting a, uh, like a condo or something out there so that I could go. We. And we could go <laughs> and, uh, and watch you know, uh, a week or two worth of Red Wings homes games. It, it'd probably thing. be cheaper to fly down there yeah. and watch them play as opposed to trying to go see them play in Vancouver. Yeah, so, <laughs> so. It's, it's kind of like a retirement. A okay. retirement. Yeah, honestly, yeah. yeah. It's yeah, I, I believe it's it. stupid to go and watch hockey in Vancouver. But yeah, it's kind of a retirement sort of planned thing we're looking at. So because, yeah, huge Red Wings fan and Lions fans. Yeah, Lions as fans I've heard too? Oh, we yeah, are we are yeah. we are yeah, we huge like lions fan. Yeah. Oh, I'm a huge lion. Well, yeah, I'm, both... I'm I'm so... living through the pain with you. With oh. us, uh... you know, we're, we're like a support group right now. <laughs> I know it's rough. It's rough. You're only but, team that's yeah, with no, us. Uh, oh god, it's this, so bad. Oh podcast. my goodness. Now that you say that you want to go see like Red Wings games and you are looking for yeah, like a condo or whatever, depending on your price, there's a lot of condos down along the river, Riverside Drive right. area, which would be fairly reasonable, actually. Reasonable. And then you're really close yeah. to the, the tunnel or the bridge. But the Little right. Caesars Arena is probably closer. Actually, no, they're both. Okay, so it's like right in the middle. So yeah. I actually. I actually work in Detroit. I'm if you if you listen, I'm sure you might already yeah. know that. And basically yeah. you could park anywhere downtown. So you can take the tunnel 
Uh, you would take the tunnel, and then you would park anywhere downtown, and actually everything's walkable. So you can walk to Ford Field from the Renaissance Center, which is right by the tunnel, or you could walk to Little Caesars Arena. I guess Little Caesars Arena is about 30 minutes, and then yeah. uh, Ford Field is about 20 minutes. So yeah, yeah. everything's yeah. super walkable. Detroit is actually amazing. Like, yeah, yeah people I went there. Were, people, um, Oh, did you really? Ago. Okay. Me and my dad went as a Christmas Christmas present from my family for like a week watching a handful of Red Wings games. So they could go to the Joe before and, it closed. Uh, yeah, at the oh, Joe no. when it's last year. You, were, you went to the Joe's yeah. last year? Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah, I did too. I actually went to a game then too. So a funny story about the Red Wings. My cousin was the last person to throw an octopus at Joe Lewis and the first one to oh. throw the octopus at Little Caesars. He's now banned. No way. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. You know, talking about octopuses, that's what my, my whole arm oh, is what? a tattoo nice. of uh, octopus. Of an octopus. It's hard to kind of see, but it's nice. it's a big octopus. It's all red, and it's all because of the Red Wings. No one you knows that. You are a me. really big Red Wings fan. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. You are, yeah. like, the biggest it's Red Wings fan. Yeah. yeah, honestly, <laughs> yeah, if you're looking at if you're now that we know, yeah, I would honestly say there's actually a bunch of apartment buildings that are all along, cool. all along the river. Uh, the riverfront's beautiful too, so getting an it is. getting yeah. a condo there is actually pretty worth it. Cool. Yeah, that's yeah. Awesome. No, that's great. Yeah, kind of a odd question, I imagine, but <laughs> no, an interesting one. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's I think it's awesome. We, we know real estate agents too, so if you, you yeah, know, when that time comes, we'll hook you up. Yeah, let us perfect. Know. Nice. But but absolutely. But seriously though, like I I love Detroit, and I always I always rep it to people. You know, it used to get a really bad rap. I mean, it was pretty bad in like 2008 2009, but it's way better yeah. now. It's super safe, and and I love it. I yeah. actually, I miss going over there to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. I loved my experience. I, I walked everywhere, took the little that uh, move, people mover <laughs> people around <laughs> down there, and yeah, it was just a great time. I never felt anything like you know what you hear on the on the news and stuff. So it was it was great. Loved it. Yeah, they yeah. did a lot of work down they, there. They yeah. yeah, they had a lot yeah. of bad rap. Like I said, two thousand eight. But quick, so like a big company, Quicken Loans. If you're her Rocket Mortgages and stuff, so that's all in Detroit based. They basically bought every building. And like fixed everything up, so they've done a very yeah. good job. The little pubs and breweries and stuff downtown felt really cool. And, oh yeah, Atwater. And, uh, oh, dude, if you're down, let me know because I will. I will just be your tour guide to Detroit. Like I know a bunch of stuff. Absolutely, I'll, I'll take you up on that. <laughs> yeah, I'll come, and I'll, I'll get to go. Yeah, <laughs> she'll come with me next one. <laughs> yeah. It's Definitely just me do. and my dad last. Time. Yeah. yeah, sweet. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. There you go. There's my offer. Be on my show. I'm awesome. the tour guide of Detroit, everybody. <laughs> we'll take you up on it for sure. But she's well, got a she's got a question for you. Yeah. yeah. Shoot. We'll switch gears a little bit. Okay. So if you had to pair a beverage with a game, so be specific. So for example, like, you know, maybe a Bahama Mama while playing Juicy Fruits, or like a root beer float while playing food chain magnate. So like what what beverage would you pair with what game? Uh can be multiple games or whatever maybe what you would play with nightmare i don't know like... <laughs> and Marie, i just want to say something right away i think that's really cool because a lot of your twitter pictures are always like beer you guys are always drinking like a beer while playing a game so yeah yeah <laughs> i don't know john can you feel this one <laughs> i gotta think for like 10 minutes here all right so drink and board game are you just staring at my board game shelf that's pretty no good. i'm just trying to think of i stopped drinking so i don't that could be like a oh. non-alcoholic. Yeah, so yeah, like a root beer float, right? Yeah. Okay. I I gotta think because I just drank a cream soda. So. Well, I, I got an obvious one: <laughs> viticulture and wine. 
There you go. And then yeah. I, I, I would be specific. I like sweet Rieslings. I actually like sugary wines. I think. Oh, that's something yeah. cool nice. about Windsor. The, we have like a, a small wine region, and we oh, make nice. a lot of we make actually a lot of ice wine, and it's all really good. Really, that's it's, similar to here. Then, yeah, it's not a, do it's, ice wine. It's not as good as Niagara, <laughs> but it's <laughs> but it's it's not bad. You know, like you, you get a lot of stuff. Well, that's uh, cool. Yeah, I had no idea you guys had wine no. out there. Yeah, that's cool. So when I think about it. I've been playing a lot of solo games lately, and one of my favorite solo games to play is Coffee Roaster. Nice. Yeah. All right. Nice. But instead of going with a generic answer of coffee with that game, okay. There is a <laughs> there is a distillery. Is it a distillery? Yes. Um, Wolfhead here called Wolfhead, and they do a really hmm. good coffee whiskey. So they don't they don't have it under the Wolfhead Ooh. name. So it's called uh, Kavi. K-A-V-I, and it's a really nice coffee whiskey. It's very good. Oh, nice. so All right. I, I think I would enjoy a nice glass of that while playing Coffee Roaster. Yeah. I. Cool. You know what? You really hit the nail on the head there because that coffee whiskey or it's a liqueur or whatever it is. It's no, rare. no. So so there's a Wolfhead coffee liqueur. Oh, it's and different. Then, and then they do they do a different, it's more like a premium coffee whiskey and it's, it doesn't have all the sugar and stuff in it that the liqueur has. It's so good. I'll bring it over on Friday. I have, well, I've had the coffee whiskey. I thought, I thought it was liqueur, but no, I, I know what you're saying. Yeah, I yeah. love it and we are not sponsored by Wolfhead Distillery <laughs> and Amber. <laughs> 519s. I don't know what the number is actually. <laughs> if I do it, that'd be pretty funny. <laughs> Wow, that was a very good question. What <laughs> yeah. about you two? What What do you What is your pairing? Oh, well, I could think right off the top of my head. I could think of Lord of the Rings: Journeys in Middle Earth, and a I would go with the Backhand of God Stout from Cranog Brewing here in BC. Wow, is that like a, a thick, like thick dark sunlight does not pierce <laughs> the the stout? It helps. Your, <laughs> it's it's helped your beard grow over the last. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's that's the that's yeah that's kind of my go-to for sure i was thinking maybe something might be a little boring but maybe a nice glass of ice water while playing forbidden desert oh, <laughs> oh i, I like, like that, that. That's, yeah that's clever that's clever <laughs> sitting under a heat lamp <laughs> I, I i thought of another one while we're here so playing epic spell wars of the battle wizards of nyla geddon la fin de mon beer the end of the world beer end of the world beer yes, <laughs> yes. Well, are, we, are we just gonna do this all night are we all just yeah. gonna come up with different <laughs> this is just it. the next hour <laughs> yeah pairing could go on and on i like that ice oh water that's good i like good answers yeah i like that that's a cool, cool answer i never thought of that what would you play with root apple juice root <laughs> Apple juice. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It'd have to be something with like, I don't know, wood, like a woodsy, cedary flavor. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe like a A piney. Or that maybe could be like a gin. A gin. Peaty scotch or something. Yeah. Yeah, Peaty scotch. You know, yeah. Piney IPA. Yeah. 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 yeah, I love those options. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> wow, I think we found our whole new niche here. Yeah, Anna Marie's yeah. is gonna become like a, a board game bar bartender slash like game. Oh, like, go there and she like gives you like a game and like here get hammered on this. <laughs> Good luck getting through Twilight Imperium. <laughs> that would go. be like an entire line you would need while you're playing Twilight Imperium. <laughs> yeah, it's a bender. Everyone up with each. Each alien species. Yeah. It's a bender. They come out with like boards, <laughs> boards of beer for you to drink every hour. I like uh, it. Yeah. I, I like, like the sound too. of it. 
<laughs> awesome. Cool. Is there any anything else you want to talk about? Uh, talk about? Oh, geez, I don't know. No, uh, no, that was cool. That was a really interesting discussion. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks again for coming on. We really appreciate it. Oh, no. Thanks for having, thanks us. For having us. I remember I threw my hand up like first thing when you guys were <laughs> saying, we're yes. doing round two. I was like, me, 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 me. You, I, I actually love the enthusiasm too. Like, I love how everyone's so excited to be on it. Especially like our, our, our oh, I'll yeah. call it our Canadian compadres. Like whenever I throw it, like I threw it up on yeah. the What You Been Playing Wednesdays, everyone's like, me, 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 me. Even people who've been on it before. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and then we like. Oh, I know. It's great. We love it we go to our we go to our american compadres and we're like come on will someone they're like uh we're too busy over here in america like, come <laughs> on man <laughs> come, come on. on help us out yeah <laughs> it's know. funny because i'm not a i'm not a super trash talker so this was kind of out of my comfort zone trying to like... neither am i neither am i i mean you wouldn't tell that out of these recordings but i really tried to bring my a game and like trying to go for the jugular you I, know uh, so <laughs> if if you've listened this far i've listened to the episode five stuff and it is like hilarious like everyone is just like <laughs> smash talking each other it is actually like really funny i'm like whoa <laughs> i'm like it looks like they, it looks like some people like got it like as I think on the on the last last game standing, like we did that, but not everyone did that, mm-hmm. right? So yeah, so it now, felt like it was something you were wanting more of. Oh yeah, yeah I was, <laughs> I was like, I, you can't tell people what to do, right? You're like, because no. first, yeah. first of all, you're making content for us. I'm like, you know what? You just present something. Like I don't care. You know, you you've done enough by just making it. I can't be upset, <laughs> right? If you make something <laughs> for us. But I love it once you start seeing by example, because then you're like, oh, what did they do? Oh, that's funny. Now we're going to do that. Yeah, right. And it just becomes, yeah. it just keeps snowballing, right? So, you know, <laughs> last game standing three. We tried to bring just, that energy. Last game standing three will just be like everyone in a room trash talking. Like we won't even have questions. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, right? Like, just and trash talk everybody. Go. Yeah, exa- exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just cut it into episodes because it'll just be like people like yeah. people will be upset too you trash talk in person people will get upset so there you go. it'll be a- <laughs> anyways, oh, yeah, it's all good fun. Space. yeah it's all good fun anyways, and yeah thanks again for having us it's yeah. been a blast thank you so much so tell our listeners where they can find you once again yeah you can find us on twitter and youtube and our own podcast which has 13 episodes at least by the time you're listening to this <laughs> and the uh, meeple dungeon yeah the meeple dungeon yes <laughs> And that's on all the podcasting sites. But yeah, we do the majority of our daily stuff on Twitter. So you can find awesome. us there. Awesome. Do you have any special handle on, on Twitter? I don't know. Oh, at Meeple Dungeon. <laughs> Simple, easy. Nice. You can find us. All right. If you like what you hear, don't forget to follow us on your favorite streaming platform. You can follow us on Instagram at Friday Night Under. Friday Night. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> You can find us on Instagram at Friday Night Games underscore official, Twitter at Friday Night GMS, TikTok at Friday Night Games, and on our website, Friday Night.games. And again, I'm John. I'm Matt. And it's Friday night, so let's have some fun. Thanks, everyone.